Hi, and welcome to the Fully Alive podcast. I'm Olga, and I'm an international mindset and confidence coach with over a decade of corporate experience in six different countries, and I'm a mom of two little kids. I believe that life is the most precious thing that we have and that it is meant to be an experience of awe, excitement, joy, love, fascination, connection, meaning, and limitless possibilities. Or put in short, an experience that allows you to feel fully alive. Now this podcast is for all of the women out there who are tired of living a life that is taking all the boxes of societal success. It is leaving their souls miserable, empty, and burnt out. I'm here to share all of the tools, mindset shifts, experiences, and the wisdom that I have gathered over the past seven years, because I want you to reconnect to the intuition, the flow, and the power of your inner soul self again, to create a life of continuous aliveness for yourself. So what do you say? Let's get lit up again. Hello, you beautiful people, and welcome to a new episode on the Fully Alive podcast. I'm your host, Olga, and... I know it's been a while since I've recorded an episode. Um, There's been a lot going on behind the scenes for me uh, personally in like my own personal development. Um, It's been a real roller coaster and I do want to still record a few episodes um, on this whole journey ever since I would say like uh, about right before Christmas. Um, But as I was still like in the middle of it, I didn't feel like it was the right time yet. But when I talk to you guys uh, on Instagram, um, quite a few people or lately I've, you know, I had received some comments about like, Olga, how do you do all the things? Like, how do you manage it? It has popped up like before. Um, And it was kind of interesting to me, you know, that people would ask me this because for me, obviously, my normal life is just like normal. (laughs) It's nothing like... um, super I don't know fascinating because it's it's my normality and usually the things that we just do naturally and that are normal to us don't seem anything special but then lately I received another comment about it or question about it and I was like well maybe I should do an episode about this it seems like you know you guys are interested and so when I did the poll on Instagram uh, on my account at the Olga Mueller um You all wanted to hear about it. So this is what I'm going to do. (laughs) My answer to your questions. Um, So how do I do it all? How do I manage uh, having a job, um, running a business on the side or building it, having two kids, you know, at the age of two and six now? And... um, just kind of not forget myself (laughs) in the midst of it. I think this is one of the key parts that uh, probably most of us, especially moms, uh, struggle with a lot. I mean, generally speaking, I do believe like uh, building a business with kids is just energetically and um, let's say from the time that we have available, Um, It's quite different than if I were to build something, you know, being solo or, I mean, not having kids. Uh, The, let's say, the perceived responsibility um, is very different. Literally, like, energy management is very different. Um, Or 
you know, it's less demanding, I would say. Obviously, with kids, there is no more like, um, you know, it's not just, you, you can't just 100% freely define your schedule. Um, there's always those little people um, to take into consideration, etc., etc. So it is quite a lot. And sometimes I am very much exhausted. But, you know, before I go into the details, I do believe that there are certain things that that are key in this whole journey um, and especially of making sure to not lose yourself. So it's not just, you know, how your day is maybe um, set up, structured or what activities you have in it. Um, I think some of the keys are really, you know, like your energy management it's about what you're available for, being clear on what it is that you want. It's about not holding back, you know, um, in terms of asking for support and help. And I'll go into all these things, you know, further on in this episode. But I just want to make clear or like uh, becoming your own supporter and <laughs> let's say your own control management or control relief <laughs> management, so to say. Those are all, I feel like, the most important keys and contributors to living a life, even though it is very demanding and you have a lot of things going on that are helping you and making sure that you don't burn out, burn out in this whole process and that you don't lose yourself in this whole process. So... Um, the way I, I thought about it is like, I want to give you a brief just um, idea about where it is, like, where am I standing today? Like, how is my week, let's say, structured? Um, and I want to say, though, because I know there's people tuning in from all kinds of different countries. And so I'm living in Germany. <laughs> I'm working. Um, my corporate job is in a big corporation where we have like... Um, what you have, what do you call it? Like the work council, you know, many things are, so to say, regulated, uh, but also like in a beneficial way for people. Um, here, you know, in, in my company, there is not this higher fire, uh, higher and fire <laughs> um, mentality, or at least let's say there is no legal context for the company to do that. So basically, I have a very safe job. Um, and I think this is just very important to take into consideration. So I know in the U S there's very different working conditions. I mean, I myself have worked, um, in the U S in China, in Brazil, in Argentina, and my husband is Mexican. So I'm also very much familiar with, you know, the Mexican, um, let's say kind of working culture so I know that in all those countries like we have I have a very let's say privileged situation so to say when it comes to work and I know that um, for some of you who might be tuning in um, you might be thinking like well I wish I maybe had this kind of context or possibilities but again I want you to just focus on the key things that it's not necessarily 
the specific job that you have, but it's rather about those general like topics that I just mentioned that go into the fact that you create, let's say, a structure and you design a life for yourself that works for you and that gives you, let's say, the certain um, spaces and, you know, certain freedom that you require to do whatever it is that you want. Because, you know, maybe you don't even want to build a business, you know, maybe it's not about that. Because uh, one of the questions that I get a lot is, for example, related to your husband's support. Like, does your husband support you taking, for example, a couple of days off or you, you know, um, wanting to have time for yourself, etc. So just keep that in mind as I, you know, talk about my situation. And I am also very aware about, you know, the different situations out there. But I just want you to focus on what it is, what is it that I can learn from this Of course, we will not be able to create, let's say, a work environment that is, you know, equal to the one that I have here in Germany necessarily, but you but you do can take, you know, learnings that I've made and certain um, pieces of my approach to this whole thing um, and apply it to your context and to your conditions that you're experiencing, okay? I think this is very important to mention because, you know, at the moment in my job, I can work pretty much... Um, at my own schedule. I mean, there's always like core times that I, I should be available, but overall I am very flexible when it comes to my schedule. Um, I'm also quite f- uh, flexible and that also has to do, let's say, with the relationship that I build with my managers uh, when it comes to the days um, that I work, because sometimes I do, let's say, shift or change my days during the week um, let's say more in favor of certain meetings that are happening that I should be attending. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I need this day for myself. So I just, um, schedule or, or change, um, the days that I'm working there. So, but this is like, obviously a privileged situation. And then also, um, you know, for full transparency, um, my husband has also been, um, working at a job, at least since last year, where he was more flexible in his schedule. So that makes obviously um, many things a lot easier. Honestly speaking, sometimes or very often, actually, I feel so grateful that um, I have the situation because I'm always wondering, like, I don't know how the fuck I would do all those things if I were to work in a job that has like, you know, a very rigid, specific um, time schedule, like maybe in a store or maybe, um, you know, in some kind of production setting or, um, you know, I mean, there's like tons of jobs where you are bound to a specific schedule. And so obviously that makes things a little bit more challenging, but nevertheless, it's always about your approach and your mindset with which you approach um, let's say designing the whole setup of your life. So at the moment I'm working three full days at my corporate job and I have, um, two days that I have, let's say for my personal use. And those usually go to, towards, um, let's say the business aspects, um, of my journey. Sometimes it's also just like, 
um, time that I actually need to just recover from those other three days. Um, because I'll get into more details about it. Um, both of my kids are at daycare. So usually from, let's say, 8 a.m. till 3.30 and 4 p.m. And usually um, the days, <laughs> let's say the weekends are very much, you know, open. It's like I'm a person, I have to say, that I don't like planning everything out, having like a plan for the whole freaking week. I just like to have a certain base where I know like, okay, this week I'm, I'm working at the company for like whatever, let's say, um, usually it's, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then I have Monday and Thursday usually, uh, to myself. So I know on those days, um, I need to get the kids to daycare. I need to pick them up. Um, and in between that time, uh, this is, th- let's say, this is what I have fixed. And if there's some kind of doctor's appointments or other appointments, I have that fixed as well. But other than that, I don't plan anything <laughs> um, necessarily. So I don't try to like book my week full out because actually that would drive me like really nuts. At the moment, I only have work, daycare, um, and then my son started uh, karate karate pra- practice like two times a week. And that's basically all the fixed things that I have in my schedule. Um, and to me, that is very important because and there, again, everybody is different. But for me, it is so important to feel a certain, have a certain spaciousness in my schedule. Um, I don't f- like function in a way where I I like to do routines every day the same stuff every day the same stuff actually that like kills a lot of my energy (laughs) if I need to function that way so it is on purpose like I don't subscribe my kids to like tens of thousands of activities uh, or classes or courses because I know that this would really like mess with my own energy management. So I'm very like, you know, picky about what activity I subscribe to um, or what kind of fixed schedules I uh, kind of give my okay to. And so basically this is the frame for me. Um, Usually in the mornings, you know, um, me and my husband, we kind of (laughs) uh, prepare the kids together in the morning um, to get them to daycare on the days that I work, sometimes it is quite, you know, let's say stressful in a sense of they need to be in daycare on time. Sometimes I need to wake up earlier um, to get some work done before they go to daycare. Um, sometimes I manage to um, do my workload within their hours. Sometimes I pick them up and I still need to like uh, work another hour max Um after I pick them up, but usually my my goal is when I pick them up, I don't want to do any any like corporate work anymore. I know sometimes there's meetings where I'm literally like picking them up and with one ear I'm still like in a meeting, but I try to limit those kind of situations really to the minimum. Um, my you know my personal rule is like when I pick the kids up, I want to be like. 
I want to be present with them, whatever it is that we're doing, whether we're going to run some errands or whether we're going to, uh, to the park and, uh, they play there or whatever it is. Like usually I try to, um, use that time with them to either play or just get some errands done. And I don't want to stress myself with like going, having to go back home to like still keep some, some hours in, um, but again, sometimes there's exceptions. Like for example, the last month, um, uh, we had to prepare a very important presentation. And of course there was like some, let's say extra work involved or work that didn't fit into my, um, hours in, let's say in the morning. And then I would be sitting there at the karate class, um, and working on some PowerPoint presentation, but this is like, like this is maybe happening once or twice a year because I don't allow that. And I think this is one very important thing. Like you need to know what it is that you want and you need to have clear boundaries around that. If you want to prioritize spending time with your kids, you need to freaking leave the office at the hour that you said you will or you want to leave. Because there's always going to be people colleagues, managers, whoever, people who just want something from you that will not, that will try to, you know, sway you (laughs) into following their kind of rhythm and their kind of schedule and their priorities. But you need to become like very firm in your own priorities. Um, And this is certainly something that I've, let's say, learned over the last um, what is it now? At least four to five years that I've been um, back in, the, let's say, corporate life after my maternity leave. Because um, I think it's also important for you guys to understand how <laughs> how did I end up in this like current schedule, right? Um, because you know, before I had my son, um, who's soon going to be six, I mean, I was working full time and I just had work. I did not do any, I didn't pursue any business. The, let's say the job was all that was in in my own responsibility. And of course, like my own, whatever, traveling plans and hobbies and stuff like that. Um, but this was all that there was. Then before I actually had my son, I started this whole, um, coaching journey. I did my certification and still whilst I was pregnant, um, I kind of took the first steps towards like building a business. And this is really like a series of, of its own episodes on, you know, my whole business journey. But I just want to make the point that, um, I started building the business when I was pregnant and basically having my first child, And I would not necessarily recommend this, but, um, because it's very challenging, very demanding, um, being a mom, first time mom by itself is already like a huge shitload of work, um, and a lot of things to deal with and just trying to build a business whilst experiencing that by itself, um, has been quite challenging, but because of the whole experience that I've had uh, pre having a child while having a child, I decided that when I want to go back, I only want to come back, um, temporarily like part-time. 
And you have to understand, even though, like, mm, I have this whole privileged, privileged situation. What is on with my mouth today? Um, even though I have this, let's say, privileged situation in Germany, um, it was not, and it, maybe it was normal for people to come back part-time in our company, but you have to understand, during maternity leave, we moved to a different city, which is like two hours, at least, from where my job is. Um, so it was not normal for people <laughs> to live that far away from their job. Uh, come back part-time and then also home office was not a thing like it was starting but it was like not very popular let's put it like this um, from management perspective to give employees like um, time to work from home office maybe if you would have like some important thing that you would have to be at home for okay but it was not a regular thing so when I went back to my job, I was like, no, I'm gonna, and there's also like no guarantee, you know, usually um, you leave your, your position and then obviously you can come back, you have like, you don't lose a job, but um, you can't expect to continue in your previous job, usually people would change jobs after they come back, but I was like, no, I want to come back to my, to my former department because, you know, I already know how things are working there. I have to like <laughs> lean into this whole new situation with having a kid and then being being away and working, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I prefer to do that in a, in an environment that I'm already familiar with. And so basically I manifested this <laughs> because I was like, no, nope, uh, I'm going to come back to my department, it's going to happen and I'm going to come back with 3 days and they're going to give me like some home office time, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. It's all going to work out. I think all the people around me were thinking that I'm kind of mm, delusional or naive <laughs> um for believing that this could work. But guess what? I got my like not my exact job back. I got a different topic, but I could go back to my department. I did receive one day of home office, but I did have to be present two days at the office during the week. Um, and so what I decided to do is that, um, you know, my parents they work so uh, they work they live somewhere close to uh, where my work is, so it's like a thirty sometimes 40 minute drive there but so I would go to the office Monday straight from here I would wake up at like 5 a.m uh, drive to work work there then sleep at my parents and then on Tuesday I would um, drive back home in the evening um, sometimes I mean it was very challenging because Maxi was at that point where he would be like so um, what do you call it, like, uh, attentive, uh, to, like, things moving, like, um, he knew, at a certain point, he knew that I would be leaving, that it's, like, a regular thing, and that he would be with, uh, his daddy on those two days, and so every time I would, I would leave, like, he would wake up, and then obviously would be like, no, he doesn't want to, me to leave, etc., etc., we had all this crying going on, and of course, when you're, like, a new mom, and, it breaks your heart and it's difficult like you have all the guilt feelings and everything and it's difficult to manage but you know I think this was a very actually um such a good experience 
to go back to work in this way because it allowed the three of us um, to learn or yeah to to have different experience. So what do I mean by that? On the one hand, I mean I was um, at home for two years, and this is why the, this question of like does your husband support you with um, you know taking certain times off is so important because first of all for me it was like I was two days without the kid um, in the office I was able to uh, have let's say social interactions with my with my co-workers I would have space just for me even though I have to say like I would go to work I would wake up at 5 a.m I would go to work my work days would usually usually be like at least nine hours that day um then I would go back to my parents and nights I would have like podcast interviews <laughs> for for um, the initial Thrive podcast that I started. Um, so I would go to bed like late on Tuesday. I would wake up super early again to be early at the office. Um, then I would drive back home. Um, at the beginning, I would come back at like 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. when Maxi was just about to go to bed. So when I came home, obviously, mommy had to put him to bed because I was gone. And so I didn't really have any time to, to rest. I was just constantly going, going, going. Um, and at the same time, though, those two days I had to myself. I didn't have to worry about my kid. I knew like my husband's going to take care of him. Um, and so that helped me in a certain way, like energetically, but also for me as like an individual to have my own space. Um, I think for my son, obviously it was uh, maybe in a certain way, a little bit rare to have like mommy be there like for two years you know straight <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's not there for like two days of the week but I think it also um on the one hand taught him that it's safe to for mommy not to be there um it's it's normal um he doesn't have to like whatever be be afraid or something like that um at the same time you know it gives him and his dad their space to do uh, things together and experience things without me being there. I think this is very valuable as well. Um, and then for my husband, you know, it also kind of shifted our parenting situation because it's, I feel like this is just the standard, but because usually the mom stays at home, you get used to taking care of everything that has to do with the child, whether that is doctor's appointments or like, you know, his schedule, um, like when to eat, when to sleep, et cetera, et cetera, where the stuff is. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but I guess like this is the the normality for for most moms out there. It's like, you as a mom, you know everything, like where everything is. And usually the dads are like, mm, situationally, let's say kind of uh, involved or uh, challenged. Um, so for example, when it was about, um, you know, knowing knowing the teachers at daycare or knowing certain things, you know, usually that would all have landed with me. And once I went into that kind of situation, actually, um, it required my husband to step up more because, you know, I was gone from, from the morning. And so, and I don't want to say that he wasn't stepping up, but it's just a very different experience when 
you know, you're sharing responsibilities one day and then you're 100% responsible responsible for everything that happens that day. You know, it's just a very different dynamic. But I think this is, this has been such a key for, you know, how we do parenting now together, because now he was in the experience that I was having on other days, you know, because if he got sick, you know, on, on Monday and I was already gone at work in a different city, you know, he had to take him to, to the doctor. He had to manage and schedule and coordinate his job with the situation going on. He had to know now also like the people at daycare, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, it allowed him to also grow in a different, um, kind of, you know, it allowed him to grow differently as a, as a, as a, as a dad, as a parent, whatever, um, as well. And it has helped us then because once each of the, of, of the parents, I feel like is responsible 100% and has had that experience, you know, you approach things very differently than when you kind of stay in that, I feel like this balance between mom is like usually, uh, 100% Uh, in charge, even if it's just emotionally and like mentally for keeping all the appointments, you know, (laughs) um, in the back of your mind and taking care of all that thing. Um, it doesn't make a difference when both people (laughs) are now, uh, able to do that. And when you understand kind of all the, let's say energetic and physical demand, um, for, you know, being awake during night or waking up there or like, um, making sure that, you know, you're on time for certain things that you don't forget, um, whatever the things that the kid needs to take to daycare. Sometimes it's the things they seem like so unimportant or just like so ridiculous, but trust me, it's a big deal when you go to daycare and you forgot the, the stuffed animal, you know, <laughs> that is like very important for this face at the moment. It matters a lot. Um, and so, you know, I think this is where, because of this whole situation and how I went back to work back then has really helped us a lot. And honestly speaking, like, this is why I say it is so important to know what it is that you want. Because after this whole maternity leave, I was like, fuck, I need some time for myself first. Um, I need a certain space for myself. Otherwise, I like, I am like not a, not a fun person to be around with. Because when, I mean, just everybody, when you're like um, mentally and energetically drained you like your system is just working on standby. It's just trying to survive and whatever things happen, it's like, it's triggering, it's agitating you so much quicker than when you are just like in this, not even fully rested, but in like at least a balanced, uh, if your cup is like more than half full, you're reacting and acting and showing up so differently than when your cup is like when you only have a cup, a couple of drops of water left in your cup, right? Um, but you know, and knowing what it is that you want and being like 
your own supporter in like going a different way is so important because I didn't want to go back full time. I know I knew I didn't like didn't want to grow in my career at, at that point. Um, I just wanted to like do my job and have time for myself and pursue my own kind of ventures, you know, basically the same as today. <laughs> um, but I wanted that. And for me, it was okay to like do the whole driving. In fact, for me, driving is like a little bit like meditation. Uh, I'm moving, I'm go. I have like a clear destination. And so actually it's, it's giving me energy rather than taking energy from me. Um, but everybody else, I, th- I think thought that I was completely crazy every time that I would, you know, come back, meet somebody in the office again. And they would be like asking, you know, um, how I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm living in Munich now. And they're like, you're living in Munich. Like what, like, how does this work? Um, you know, it was a very rare idea, like people couldn't wrap their head around it. Neither are my parents, but I mean, they just <laughs> they were there. Like, what are they supposed to do? But usually people would ask me like at work, oh, okay, so did you bring your son with you? And I would be looking at them and I would be like, I know it makes sense in their head that, you know, I'm that maybe the kid is with the mom usually, but I'm like, no, like, why would I bring him like he has his kindergarten or his daycare you know he has his own routines um my husband is simply taking care of him uh plus my parents were still working full-time both of them so um there was no way that I could have brought him but it was very interesting to constantly hear this comment about oh you're you have your son with you here or do your uh, parents watch him never has it kind of occurred to other people that my husband would be capable of like watching our son and taking care of him while I am not there. And it was just so interesting to me. But, you know, I can see how many people could get like, mm, maybe, I don't want to say intimidated, but kind of like get insecure about like whether they're doing the right thing right there. Uh, to their kids or you know with this whole setup but honestly like I did not care like maybe people even judge me I have no idea but I just didn't care honestly I was like yeah this is how I this is how we work (laughs) you know this is how we set it up it's working for us Um, it's allowing me to have like mm, the best experience considering all things combined you know and so you need to kind of be firm about your own approach to things. Um, And honestly, like this whole setup wouldn't have happened if I hadn't basically asked and demanded for those things. Like I mentioned, home office was not a thing back then. And I only got it because I proposed this kind of, let's say, setup. Um, And... And obviously, I mean, my, my, my boss back then was, was supportive of this, but if you don't ask for what it is that you want, you know, people will never offer it to you. If I hadn't asked for that, my boss, I don't think she would have offered this to me, you know, like, oh, you know, I can see that this and this. No, like people usually don't do that. You need to ask for what it is that you want. Um, even if maybe you are working in a, 
in a country or an environment where part-time work is not really a normal thing to do, um, I believe you can always find a certain solution, you know, and it always just depends on kind of like how you sell it to your, to your manager or to your superior. Um, and at the end of the day, I have this kind of, you know, thinking that, you know, you don't hire me for like, let's say the amount of hours, but basically you want me to, you know, provide certain results. And does it really matter to you if I, let's say, work Monday through Friday at certain hours or whether I, you know, keep Fridays off, but I just deliver, you know, the results. I'm not saying I wouldn't, I personally, I wouldn't, (laughs) um, you know, start filling my Friday into all the other days, but I would just start looking at like what is really important in your job. Um, you know, what is really moving, let's say the needle, what, you know, what are things that are maybe not even your responsibility? Because this is the other thing that I really learned through that period of time is like, um, to really like hold my ground when it comes to at, at work. I mean, what is my responsibility? What's my job? What's not my job? Because particularly in that, um, during that time, you know, we had a project, I was responsible for the implementation and another colleague was responsible for the whole, uh, concept around it. It was so intertwined, so, um, mashed together. Um, also like how we were, um, like kind of steered and managed from, from our management. But there I was, and if I wouldn't have said anything in many different situations, I would have gotten, you know, certain work that is my colleagues work, (laughs) you know, but it's always easier for, for certain people to just, um, yeah, leave their kind of responsibilities or tasks on your desk when in fact they're not. And I learned to really get clear on like, Hey, like, this is my job this is my task. This is not my task. Um, so this is not what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to make sure that my stuff is done, but I'm not going to be responsible for your stuff. And I don't really have the hours to do that. (laughs) So, you know, don't take on additional workload from other people when, you know, you are already at a point where maybe you are feeling like super, um, overloaded with responsibilities or tasks to do, um, or maybe you feel like you don't have enough time for yourself, don't feel bad about like being very clear and like, this is not my responsibility. Um, sorry, I can't help you with that, but I hope you find maybe somebody else or whatever, uh, your answer is, but you need to be very clear on like, how would I love Um, you know, my work situation to look like? How would I love, how much free time would I want for myself? Um, What am I available for? What is a non-negotiable for me? And then, and then only then, (laughs) start looking for the, for a solution. But don't try to like patchwork stuff. Like get clear on like what it is that you want for this period of time. You know, it's fair that, maybe you try it and you notice that it's not working for you, then you can adapt, you can change. But if you don't have like this clarity for yourself, you know, you can't really, really do anything about it. 
Um, so I'm just looking at my notes. Um, so yeah, so this, this phase, this first coming back to work, um, having the setup with my husband taking care of, of our son for two days and me, uh, being back at home. Um, but still, I mean, we're splitting responsibilities and it's like, oh, you did two days and now I'm doing like <laughs> the other five. No, that's not how it's working. Um, and you know, the same thing that you have with work, you need to apply this to your partner because it's like, if you feel maxed out and you feel like responsible for the majority of the things, when it comes to the kids, you need to address this to your partner and be like, look, we, we decide, we both decided to be parents. Um, so we are both responsible for everything that is going on. Um, it's too much for me. And, um, I'd like, you know, I'd like you to step up more in terms of that. Um, and sometimes I think the reason why we don't do that is obviously when you already have, um, a certain, let's say way of doing things, working for you, you have like your own kind of flow. Uh, sometimes you're like, if I'm going to let maybe him do part ABC, you know, it will mess with my flow. And so I'd rather just do it myself. Um, or like, um, making peace with the fact that he's not going to do it your way, you know, and releasing that kind of control, um, and being okay with not knowing how they're doing, um, you know, and developing that trust, you know, it's very important, but you know, if you, if you want your, your, let's say partner to step up more and to help you have more space for yourself, you need to step up in the same sense of like, start becoming your own supporter. You need to support yourself in demanding, you know, that he takes over certain things where you see maybe he's like slacking or, um, well, not putting in the same, same effort than you do. Um, and you can only do that when you support yourself with your desires. Um, and you supporting yourself, you know, will help you to then ask for help. Now, for example, um, with two kids, my work still being there. And, um, now that we have more home office <laughs> since COVID, you know, um, the whole situation has changed. I mean, now I'm maybe once a month or only for like very specific, uh, meetings, um, um, physically at work. Um, so that's a huge help. Obviously I could not continue the whole model of like <laughs> two days there and one day here with two kids. It's just too much. Um, but now sometimes when I know it's, it's going to be difficult for my husband to coordinate everything now that we've also moved a little bit further from their daycare. I'm just like, okay, um, ask my parents whether they can watch them while I'm at work. And it also, you know, helps them to have like time with their grandkids. Um, they help me. I appreciate it. And I know that's also not necessarily the normality that you have your 
your parents somewhere close to support you. I mean, for me, ironically, it's close to where my job is. But, you know, when we're here in Munich, my parents live still two hours away from here. If I have something important to do for myself, let's say some kind of uh, course that I want to attend to, um, or I just need extra time uh, for, for the business or whatever, then I do just drive there two hours, literally. Um, I leave the kids with them and I go to whatever, some, somewhere, some Starbucks or something like that and just work from there. Um, or my parents have also, um, you know, d looked after the kids for like overnight and I just took one day to myself. So I've become like very, um, very confident in, in just, you know, taking that time for myself without feeling guilty, whether that is with my husband or whether that is with my, with my parents, for example. And if you don't have that kind of support, maybe from your parents, you know, then I think it is very important that you look like for other resources or other ways in how you can create that support for yourself. Maybe it's friends. Maybe it is maybe sometimes through a babysitter. Um, maybe, um, yeah, you, 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 you find some, some other solution, you know? Um, but you know, don't feel, don't feel bad about asking for that help and that support. In fact, you know, my husband is very okay with me. Like if I need to leave for like three days because I'm literally like exhausted, I feel like I need to get away from this whole routine and just constantly functioning thing. He's like, I'd rather watch the kids, <laughs> whatever, two, three days than have you in this miserable state. Because like I said, when I am drained, when I am exhausted, I'm not a nice bitch, okay? Um, and I don't want to be then kind of, just annoyed and aggravated and angry with my kids or my husband. I don't want to be in that way. But before it has really cost me to like demand that support for myself. And he has learned that it is so helpful to me and that I need the, my space. Certain people, they don't need so much space for themselves. You know, you, this is the other thing, energy management. You need to find what fuels you, how you function, what you need. Some, maybe for some of you, it's just like enough to maybe have certain slots to go to yoga class or something like that two or three times in a week. Um, or that you can just have certain activities. Um, but I literally like, sometimes I just need a, like a lot of space to myself. I don't want to see anybody. I just want to be with myself, um, to process things. Cause I can't process with this whole, you know, everything going on here. Um, but now, you know, I'm also not so afraid anymore to ask my parents or my husband or whatever, um, to help me out. Um, and he understands, you know, um, because he also doesn't want to have <laughs> his wife be like this, uh, bitch, you know, at him. And, um, so he'd rather be like, yeah, just go, just, you know, leave them here. I can manage. Um, and it's fine. But like I said, first you need to see like, what is it that you need what kind of setup do you want? 
and then start asking that from the different sources that are kind of um, involved in this, especially like your husband. And literally, I mean, this is just me, okay? But if you were really, if I were really burnt out and my husband would say like, no, like, I don't want to, like, I don't know how to do this. Uh, I don't want to be with the kids by myself or whatever. I'm also working. I'm exhausted. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. whatever um, excuse is coming there. I'd literally just be like, okay, but I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. You figure it out. You figure it out. Obviously knowing that he's very much capable of taking care of the kids. Um, I'd literally be just like, This is not like, you know, you're never asking for permission when it comes to your husband. I'm informing him and obviously I'm making sure that, um, let's say, he's available or it's possible that there is no other kind of um, thing that, let's say, from work or something like that, that is like interfering. But if everything is okay (laughs) time-wise, and I know that technically it's possible, I'm like, okay, I'm out of here, you know, I need this. Um, otherwise I can't be functioning. Um, so don't hold back from asking for that help and really like demanding it. Um, and be your own supporter through that because sometimes we're waiting, we're waiting for our partner or for whatever our parents or for the people around us to be like, wouldn't you like to, Hey honey, you know, I can take the kids, go and do something for yourself. We're waiting for that kind of impulse from them. But honestly, Like we need to be that own impulse. Like you need to initiate that. You can't just wait around until people uh, maybe think like, oh my God, she looks like so bad. Maybe she should just take some time off. That will never happen at work. (laughs) Like I think never, unless you have like a very, um, very nice boss or very attentive boss that cares. But my experience is usually like people don't care. Um, everybody's so, you know, um, wound up in their own kind of stuff that if you don't clearly state like, Hey, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I'm feeling empty. I'm feeling like this and that and whatever. I need a break. Please take the kids and you know, I'll be back in two days or something like that. Like people, like you need to be that person for yourself. And don't feel guilty about it because you taking care of yourself is the best thing that you can do for your kids, for your partner, for your whole family, for your job even, you know? Because what's like, (laughs) what good is supposed to come from you being like already exhausting and just pushing yourself further and further to function? Let me tell you, like, what was it last year? Yeah. I think when I, when I was, uh, when it was still like Corona, I think, uh, me and my husband had Corona, but we had been separated because he had it first, whatever. Um, and during Corona time, when I was like taking care of the kids for like three weeks because of this whole Corona situation, I mean, I was just like in a functioning mode. There was no spark in there. There was no motivation. I was so, you know, drained by, by the end of it all. I was like, I I need a break. And so, you know, all those things. And this is like over four or five years in the making, you know, six years actually, you know, 
this is how I've learned to just get clearer on it on it is what it what I want, be more aware of my energy, be more aware of what gives me energy, what doesn't, what it is that I need. I'm constantly paying attention to this. Um and I'm not afraid of setting like boundaries of like, hey, after after 3.30 p.m., like I'm not available for any emails. I'm not taking them. <laughs> you don't even have to say that. I'm just not available. I'm not checking my phone. Um, you know, it's just like those general things that are so essential when it comes to kind of handling it all. And then it won't matter what it is that you want, whether you want to... Um, whatever, maybe have a job, do a yoga training or certification on the side or just travel. It all depends on you and how much you support yourself, how much you don't give a fuck about what people will think about your model. Because honestly, like your model only has to work for you. It doesn't have to work for anyone else, anyone, not your friend, not your mom, not your boss, not your whoever only you and obviously your kids and your husband. Um, so you need to be that, that supporter. You need to be okay with maybe taking a different, living a different kind of model than other people are living it. Um, and like, just cancel out the guilt. Like you're not doing anything bad just because other people Uh, are doing it differently like as long as it feels good for you that's the only kind of kpi that is important in this whole thing um because at the end of the day and and stay firm with it you know don't start wavering because um i don't know somebody will give you an opinion about it um you know or you know how I don't like how often have I heard like you're a kind of a bad mother wrapped in like a different kind of uh paper yeah I've heard it but like I don't give a shit because I know that I'm feeling good about it I know my 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 kids are feeling good about it I'm doing something good for them you know I've taken um just you know things like with with when we when Maxi was less than one year old like 11 months old uh, or 10 months, we went to Australia, you know, and I heard things like, how can you do this to your kid? And I'm like, thinking to myself, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm like, we're going on a plane and we're traveling. And obviously I'm taking all the different, his schedule and eating and everything into consideration. But it's not like, just because it doesn't make sense in your world, doesn't mean that it doesn't make any sense in my world, that it's not possible, or that it is harmful in any kind of way. So whether that is, you know, traveling or your work setup or whatever. I mean, as long as you keep the best interests of your kids and the people uh, you love the most, including yourself and especially yourself in mind, then I don't think that, you know, you could do anything, anything bad or wrong. Um, watch your energy like management. This is why sometimes when I have those three crazy days of like, I wake up in the morning and then it's just like prep the kids, go to daycare, go back, <laughs> work, pick them up again, and then run errands or whatever. It is exhausting because, um, 
I'm not meant to be just functioning like a freaking machine, you know, if I don't have those elements of like, hey, let's go to the park, being in nature, moving my my body or something like that. I'm very much paying attention to that. And sometimes when it's like, I'm so exhausted from the two days of work that I need like half of the day that I'm basically having to myself just to get my energy up again, then this is how it is. Like I'm at this point where I'm just like letting go all this like mental talk of like, no, Olga, but you should be doing this and you should be doing that. I'm like, I feel like I've ignored my mind for such a long time now that I'm like really okay with just like, I'm going at my pace. I'm walking my own path. And so I'm okay with like going at my speed. I am really trying to not draw any comparison anymore with like other people who especially maybe don't even have kids, you know, like that's why I said it's like a very different dynamic when you don't have kids um, and when you're starting a business. So pay attention to your energy management and when you're exhausted, then just take the break that you need. Just take it. Don't feel bad about it. And if your husband wants to be mad about it, then, you know, fuck him. (laughs) Like, be mad about it. It's about him, you know. It's his own kind of belief system that he needs to uh, deal with. You know, we all have our own beliefs that we need to deal with. And for the guys, there's just as many beliefs about how this whole, let's say, maybe parenting or family setup should be that he needs to work through, or maybe you guys together, um, that is maybe the cause for certain behaviors. But at the end of the day, both of you are responsible. And it's not just your responsibility as a woman or your responsibility as a dad, if you're like the stay-at-home dad, you know. Um, Both have to chip in. That's my personal opinion. And, you know, at the end of the day, last point, you know, just be okay with releasing control and for things to not always go your way. And I think it's very important for our kids to also see and learn that there's different ways on how to do stuff. You know, it doesn't always have to be like mommy's way or daddy's way, but um, you can get to different, (laughs) uh, to the same goal, like in different ways, you know. And um, obviously, unless it's something that is like, Uh, I don't know, affecting their health or certain things, then, I mean, you always have to see things like in in perspective, right? But if it's not harming their health, putting them in danger, then get okay with things not being your way because only when you make space, you know, can the other person actually step in and do and take over and do the things and help you. Um... So yeah, that's kind of like how my life uh, is, has been, um, how I try to kind of deal with everything. But I guess if I had to just put it in one sentence is like learn how to take care of yourself. And with that, you will learn how to take care of the rest. Um, Because when you are well taken care of by yourself, in the first place, when you are a priority, you know, you can serve and show up for the people around you in a very much different way uh, with 
so much less stress, so much less pressure with um, so much more, I don't know, presence and appreciation and connection than if, if you are waiting for other people to do that for you or if you're just, I mean, blankly not doing it for yourself. And just always remember, you know, by you taking care of yourself, you're showing your kids that it is important to take care of yourself, that your needs, whether they're emotional, physical, or, you know, spiritual, they matter. And it's not just okay uh, to care for them, but it is like of utmost importance. So, you know, do you want your kids to kind of learn that mommy's always responsible for everything or just mommy's always always there do you want it to be like what kind of you know what what kind of just image and what kind of I guess like approach to life do you want them to take away from watching you do it you know I guess that's just kind of also what I wanted to model to my kids it's just like you walk your path and (laughs) not everybody has to be like um, agreeing with it that everybody has to be like in favor of it supporting it it doesn't matter but um, you need to do what feels right for you and follow your heart and so the same thing applies to just managing it all don't sign up for like a thousand courses and um, whatever activities just because all the other moms are doing it be the rebel mom okay or the rebel dad and don't sign up for those courses um when you know that every the only thing that you really need is some time to yourself and sometimes you know if it's really bad and you really just need some time like without anything it's also okay to turn on the tv (laughs) and uh, let your kids watch some tv in my opinion if it doesn't become like um to an excessive amount and just like a regular thing to do but you know if this is what you have to do then this is what you have to do nobody's gonna die from it nobody's going to be like traumatized from it um you know give yourself some slack be supportive of yourself and um just love yourself you know this is just what it all comes down to so i hope you found this helpful let me know if you have any other questions I know I could like keep talking and talking and talking about so many other things that come into this. I actually think I'm going to record a mini episode on like this whole um, husband, wife, dad, mom uh, relationship and support thing because I think it's kind of important. Um, And if I will record it, you know where to find it. And um, until then, stay tuned. Let me know what you thought about this episode reach out on Instagram if you want at the Olga Miller and um, otherwise, you know, I'll hear you, see you, whatever, listen, you will listen to me basically um, here on the Fully Alive podcast um, the next time. Bye guys. Bye.